0: Hey there, my name's Michael Laminato, and this is Qualifying Day at the 2023 Belgian Grand Prix on Pit Pass F1. Pit Pass F1 is brought to you by Evergreen Podcasts, and on today's episode, Max Verstappen dominates a rain-affected qualifying, but won't start from pole position thanks to a five-place gearbox penalty. Top honours will instead go to Charles Leclerc, who have the chance to hold the lead from first place on Sunday's grid. But alongside Sergio Perez, who must see this as a chance to haul himself back into form. And though rain pretty much washed out all of FP1, which could set up a thrilling rest of the weekend, Alpine gave everyone something to talk about in the interim, announcing that three high-profile managers, including team principal Otmar Safnauer, will leave the team after this weekend. To debrief a wet day on track and an explosive one off it, let's hear now from your host in Spa-Francorchamps, Julianne Cerasoli.
1: Hi all, I'm Julianne Serasoli bringing you the latest from Spa-Francorchamps, where Max Verstappen was fastest, got a penalty after a gearbox change and Charles Leclerc to pole position for the Sunday race and now PIN stole the headlines announcing the departure of its team principal, sporting and technical director all at once. Well, this Friday was one of those days Spice famous for, and I'll give you a good example. It was raining a little bit when I went to the pit lane, 15 minutes before qualifying. It had been raining almost non-stop since Thursday morning, and then it stopped a little bit. I was focused on watching the Alpine guys work after this triple departure announcement that had happened just a few minutes before, and I'm gonna talk about it later on. And when I leave the pit lane, five minutes before the quality starts, I turn towards the pit ball and the sky was completely blue. Charles Leclerc will start the Grand Prix on Sunday in front, but it was Max Verstappen who stole the show on this tricky day in Belgium. As expected, Teams had only one hour of wet track to set up the car for all kinds of weather in the following sessions around the weekend. The weather should be similar to what we had this Friday on Saturday when the focus turns to the sprint, but could be dry on Sunday. I'm not gonna say it will be dry on Sunday, I'm gonna say it could, it looks like it could be a drier Sunday in Belgium. With all this uncertainty, it was interesting to watch the different approaches from each one of the teams. So Red Bull and McLaren have chosen very loaded rear wings, trying to protect the tires and also looking for a good middle sector. But there was a big difference between them, so Red Bull still was fastest in the speed trap, just showing the aero efficiency of their car whereas McLaren was much slower in the straights than he had been since he changed this car in Austria. They were strong in the fast corners, of course, but that wasn't enough to put them in the first two rows in the Sunday grid. Oscar Piastri once again did a very good job and will start in 5th position, while teammate Landon Norris picked up some floor damage during Q1 and will start only 7th. But let's remember that he will be able to fix this for. Even though the car is in park for conditions, it will remain in park for conditions for the rest of the weekend. But this is accident damage, so the team can work on it. The first two rows will be a mix of Ferrari red with first and fourth position. Leclerc in first and Carlos Sainz in fourth. The Red Bull Blue with uh, Sergio Perez in the second place. Once again, having an okay qualifying, not having a dreadful qualifying like he did in so many races in the last few weekends. And the Mercedes Black with Lewis Hamilton in third position. Ferrari are running a very small wing, which means a good first and third sectors, but a chance of taking too much from the tires in the race. So let's watch them in the race. And the Mercedes seems to have a good energy deployment throughout the lap, although mechanically Hamilton did seem to be struggling a lot with the rear, which is not really a surprise for him this year. It has happened many, many times this year. But remember, I said Max Verstappen stole the show, right? Well, first, he was almost 9 tenths faster than anybody else. To put that in context, even though the lap in Spa-Francorchamps is quite long, his advantage against Leclerc, so the second position in the qualifying, was bigger than the difference between Charles and the seven drivers after him. It's huge. And it also didn't go unnoticed the way he discussed with his track engineer Gianpiero Lambiazzi over the team's strategy in the second part of qualifying. So. The stopping was saying the team should have listened to him, should have done two laps in a row without a cool down lap. And the engineer replied that he had gone through to the last part of qualifying, to which the Dutchman then replied, between a swear word and another, that he had gone through intense in the last position. With a bad execution, then Lambiase replied ironically that they could follow the driver's plan, and he could run out of battery on the second lap when the track could be better because of the weather conditions. Max later apologized, but it's just an example of how hungry he still is, even though he has such a enormous margin in the championship. But the biggest news of the day dropped just before quali. The announcement that not only team principal Otmar Zafnauer will be leaving the team in mutual agreement after this race, but also race director Alain Permain, who had been one of the most familiar Anston faces throughout the years, and technical director Pat Fry. I have to tell you, I don't remember seeing something similar, especially during the season. And let's remember Alpine's CEO, Lohan Rossi. Had lost his position not long ago. So this news dropped like a bomb in the paddock. Although it was a given that it would be quite surprising to see Omar staying for longer, no one could expect such a dramatic change. We're all trying to understand what is coming next, some saying Mattia Binotto is coming, others betting on a Andrezzi takeover, but there is not a clear path for them at the moment. And let's remember that a month ago, there had been quite positive news about the new investment coming into the team. So that only shows how quickly things can turn around in F1. So at least Alpine gave us some juicy news because the highly expected F1 commission meeting didn't give us many answers. I think we all had one of those meetings at work, which take ages, only to agree what's going to be discussed in the next meeting, right? This seems to happen a lot in F1. and James Bowles from Williams was not really happy with the outcome we had this Friday. So he wanted to change the budget cap for infrastructure development, making it possible for teams like Williams to catch up with the wealthier teams. He thought he had enough support to get this approved, but now it's one of the things that is going to be discussed later. The same with Renault's request to develop its engine, so to break the freeze, it will be analyzed better later. And the tire manufacturer for 2025 until 2027, well, not decided yet, and the word in the paddock was that Pirelli has found some more money to compete with Bridgestone offer. Basically, the only thing that has been decided is that the tire blanket ban will have to wait one more year. So it won't be implemented in 2024. As this has been postponed before, we cannot really call it a decision. Going back to the track, let's see what happens in the sprint. It looks like it won't rain during the shootout, but there could be some showers, heavy showers, in the afternoon. And the sprint starts at 4.30 local time. And after the sprint, I come back to tell you all about it. Bye bye.
0: Thanks very much to Julianne, who's in the Belgium paddock all weekend, rain or shine, or both at the same time. Make sure you don't miss an update from the Belgian Grand Prix paddock by subscribing to Pit Pass F1 wherever you get your favourite podcasts, and you can visit us at pitpassmotorsports.com. While you're there, check out the new Pit Pass Motorsports blog, powered by Podium Life, featuring racing articles and motorsport industry news. You can also keep up to date with goings-on between episodes by following Julianne on social media. Just check the links in the show description. My name's Michael Laminato. Pit Pass F1 is an evergreen podcast.
1: Stay ahead of the pack with the latest racing news and interviews from the Hammerdown Racing
0: Report your source for regional racing action, as well as the national scene. Every week, we recap racing action from all around Northwest Ohio and Southeast Michigan and
1: cover national racing series from the World of Outlaws to NASCAR. Plus, get all the latest racing news. Join hosts Scott Hammer and Ron Miller, along with different featured guests, each week from dirt to asphalt, we have you covered. The Hammer Down Racing Report, available
0: weekly on your favorite podcasting platform.